Babe, we're doing a podcast right now. Oh, my God. I was just asking a question. And I'm giving you the answer. <laughs> we're going to do a podcast because we have to tell these people oh. what we have done for the last week. What did we do? Well, I went to Colorado for one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we went to Colorado, or I went to Colorado for work, but I got to go see my daughter. Super stoked about going out there and spending some time with her and... It's kind of been weird. Like we've been together for like the whole last two years, and like I really never traveled much. And then you went for a week, and then I went for a week. Yeah, we've been beside ourselves, right, babe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hated being in that hotel all by myself for a week. You <laughs> don't even try and act hard around these people. No, I missed you a lot. Oh, I missed you, and we actually um, we talked. Quite a bit, actually. You know, did a lot of FaceTiming and that kind of stuff while I was there. But mm-hmm. I had a lot of a lot of stuff going on at work. It was a busy week for work, and and it was good. You know, mm-hmm. good. I was gone from Sunday to Thursday. No, f- yeah, Thursday, Sunday to Thursday, and then um, I got to see you Friday. Yeah. So good to uh, hang out this weekend at Trap and. Oh my gosh, we needed too. like a weekend out. Yep. Well, we. Um, we wanted to catch up because something that we've talked about in previous episodes mm-hmm. actually happened last week. Oh, God, what? Well, I told my daughter that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told my daughter we were swingers. Yeah. Um, you so, might have freaked out a little. Uh, yeah, a lot. I'm still... Like, it doesn't feel real that she knows. Yeah. I mean, because I just know for a fact it's... I mean... Pretty soon your mama's going to call. No. Yeah. She's not. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I figure if we can keep that secret for the next, like, six years, then the Alzheimer's or whatever will, will kick, kick in. in and they and won't believe anything They won't believe they any. Hear. That's right. Okay, okay, cool. They'll be like, we heard this... Oh, mom, it's fine. You Don't probably worry. need to take some you, medicine. Did you dream My parents that? are very old, by the way. I mean, well, I say very old. They're 76 this week. I don't think it's that's... It's their birthday this Yeah, this week. week. Uh, actually, Tuesday, I think, is my dad's, and then um, my mom's is the next week. They're oh like 12 gosh. days apart. That's precious. Or 10 days, something like that, yeah. The 13th and the 25th. They're so cute. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was kind of weird because we... Uh, it's the first time I've been out to Colorado since my daughter had moved there, so I got to see her. Like, after two... I was there a couple days, and I got to see her. Um, I went to see her house. Um, she bought a house, and... Her, for those of you who don't know, her husband is deployed. He's there in the military, and he's deployed to Korea. So she's been mm-hmm. a little lonely, and yeah. he's actually coming back, I think, um, sometime around the 20-something, 25th or 6th of February. So, Oh. Yeah, he's within two weeks, I think, of coming home. Oh, I thought it got pushed. Well, it, it was February 8th, and now it's like yeah. 28th oh, okay. or something, or 26th. But it's also weird because they're like, well, it could be between the 26th and the 8th of March, depending on when he can catch a flight. Stop and I'm it. like, I mean, you're the freaking military. Can you not pretty much plan, plan. on getting him a flight? But, yeah. So they, I think they they let guys hop back on like trips that are already going. So you just kind of jump on to these big trips that go back. That are already going. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you get in these little slots and you go. So anyway, he's coming home in the next two or three weeks. It was great timing because I got to go out there and be with her for, uh, you know, two or three days. And 
Uh, we, we had an epic adventure up to Pikes Peak. Yeah, y'all Peak. were having the best time, and I so wish I could have been. Well, Thursday night, I'm sorry, Wednesday night, uh, the conference ended Wednesday at like 2, and I kind of finished up some notes, and I was, had one extra meeting that was afterwards, and then we were like, I was like, hey, let's just jump in the truck and like drive up the mountain and see yeah. and see the views, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Because you see the mountains from Colorado Far, Springs. Yeah. Well, the Colorado Springs, it kind of backs up to the mountains. So, like, the city butts right up to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So, you have this big view out your, you know, out the hotel of the of the mountains. And it's the very first mountains from the entire Midwest. Like, you're going flat, 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 flat. And then all of a sudden, it's boom. Mountains. You hit these mountains. Wow. It's like just they just jut out of the ground. It's crazy. God, that's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> well, so we drove up the mountainside and around the back of Pikes Peak, and we went over to this place called Cripple Creek, which has actually a golden nugget uh, in Cripple Creek. That is very fitting. Yeah, and That's so great. we went up to the. Uh, it was probably an hour and a half drive up, mm-hmm. and it snowed on us. I think I Facetimed you when it was snowing. Yeah, it was really cool. And um, then we drove back, and we got to see mule deer, like actual like bu- oh. bucks, like huge mule deer hiking through the snow and we got kind of pulled off the side of the road and stopped and took some pictures of them and oh, cool. um it was just great we got to spend three hours in the car mm-hmm. where it's kind of a captive audience you know and mm-hmm. we can talk about are we listening to music we listen to chris stapleton's new album we um loved we listened to morgan wallen we listened to bailey zimmerman mm-hmm. and we just kind of jammed out and hung out which is oh, kind of what we used to do you know back that. in the day so mm-hmm. But um, we came back, so let, let me set the the timeline here. So two days prior to that road trip, we had dinner and drinks, and her roommate, or not roommate, her, her best friend from work joined us, and we were having some drinks, and she was kind of um, divulging some issues that her and her husband were having to me. And it's not anything huge, but it was really about... Men are kind of like animals, right? Like men have this kind of carnivore sex drive, right? It kind of, if you're single, it doesn't really matter. You have sex, it doesn't really matter with who. It's just like Mm -hmm. you just, you have this need to have sex. Like I think Mm -hmm. guys have this weird animalistic hunger for that, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we do stupid shit. You know, we're attracted to, Mm -hmm. you know, big butts and big boobs. I think that's a very scientific animalistic mm. trait that we have as animals men as animals mm. that we are attracted to well you know I, I just think it's true i think you know you're attracted to big bosomed and big bootied women and bosomed bosomed yeah <laughs> but you, you're attracted to those um there were i think uh, physiologic physiologically okay we are attracted to those things and that's what drives us to be stupid yeah men mm. and so she was like, I really feel bad. You know, Tyler is out there by himself. Out there by himself. Yeah. And all these all these army guys that are over there, a bunch of them are single. And so they're all oh. going over to, they're hanging out with hookers. And oh. they call them something girls. Like, I want to say it was Spice Girls, but that's not it. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it is something like that, though. And they have these little nickname. And all these girls, basically, they know that these these army guys are there and that mm-hmm. they're away from their wives and they're single and they're not single and they're mm-hmm. hungry and horny and they have money and they're going to, you know, wow. service them. Mm-hmm. And so Tyler talks about that uh-huh. with Aaron. And so Aaron feels bad because she kind of wants to say, hey, I understand, 
go do that. Mm-hmm. But in reality, she doesn't want to do that. She's not yeah. a lifestyle. She is not super conservative. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, well, you know, I tell you what, that is a very mature and adult thing to do is to talk about that with him because you understand. And I, of course, said the same thing to her that, you know, he's just an animal that, you know, wants to reproduce in his 20s. I mean, he's 24 years old or five years old. I mean, this this boy, I'm sure, just wants to fuck all the time, right? Like all, guys, like all guys do, but like 25-year-old guys were just like horn bags, right? So they're talking. She's talking to me about it. And she's like, you know, I just feel bad, you know, that I'm over here and he's over there and he's away from me. And, he, and she made the comment, and he has much more of a sex drive than I do. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of opened up. I mean, when your daughter talks to you, especially as a dad, that's, that is, a, I would say, kind of a cry for help. Mm-hmm. Not that, she, I know she doesn't talk like this to her mom. Like, I just know that that just probably isn't something that they talk about over the dinner table. Like, I just yeah. don't think that she's open to talk mm-hmm. to him like that. And uh, she knows that I am. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I've always been open to talk to him about sex or about boys or about, you know, getting married or babies and relationships and all that. So we talked about it. We mm-hmm. talked about how awesome it was for her to be able to be open with him mm-hmm. and to talk to him about those needs, you know. And so when she did that, I was like, well, I need you to know that there's nothing more important than communication. I said, you know, Lauren and I really, our entire relationship is based on that. And I kind of wanted to prove it to her. Mm-hmm. You know, I think because you can say... Yeah. You know, you can say... I, yeah, I get what you're saying. You can say those things, but sometimes it's like, yeah, yeah, dad. I mean, like... But I was like... I was at, in this point where I was teetering on... Do I Do I talk to her or do, do I, I not? not? Yeah. So I started talking to her about our honesty and about our... I've never been in a more open relationship, a more com- communicative relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and then something came out, like whether it was like... Oh, I know what it was. It was... Oh, she didn't she say, "Oh, so you guys have an open relationship?" No. Well, after I made this one comment, I said, "You know, in the beginning, I just told Lauren that I wanted to have a completely open relationship and communicate and talk and uh, about what we desired and what we mm-hmm. wanted because I didn't want to mess up again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have a, a marriage fail, right?" And I, I said, "You know, you know how hard that was for me for your my marriage to your mom to not mm-hmm. work and I just wanted to be the best person I could be for Lauren. So we had this super open conversation about what we wanted, what we didn't want. And Lauren opened up to me and you said. That I was bisexual. That you were bisexual. And so she goes, oh. And I said, well, I can tell you that because, you know, I know you have bisexual friends. I know you have gay friends. And I just really didn't have that, you know, much. I wasn't around it much, but, but. You were, you were by, and I basically said at that point, you know, that I wasn't sure if I wanted to be in a full time relationship or you know I wanted to be more casual like we've talked about on here, and so I said, well, if you need to go have a girlfriend or you want to do that, I would be open to that as long as you let me know and we were honest about it, mm-hmm. and I said I did tell her the story about like could you be married to a woman a and woman, you said yeah. no. Mm-hmm. And so this conversation just evolved, and here I am sweating. Oh, my God. Same. You know, nervous. But she was very understanding. I mean, she said, I get it. I'll just love to see you happy. She's such a kind human, though. 
Yeah. Like, I well, my kids are kind. I mean, yeah. they've been raised to be. She's so empathetic. Like yes. She that's a great word. Really yeah. cares about people, and that's why she's really good at her job too. You know. Yeah, she's a um, radiology at Ultrasound Tech. So, yeah, I mean, I just number one can't believe that she knows that I'm bisexual. I mean, my mother doesn't know that about me. Your you know? mother knows. No, she doesn't. Surely she does no. at this point. I bet you a hundred dollars. Why would I give my mother a reason to think that I was bisexual? When did you ever give her a reason that you weren't? She has a feeling. I, I'll guarantee you. Oh my god! Okay. You give off that vibe. Let's call my mom and ask her. Okay, no, I'll I'm call, just we'll call her next. <laughs> you want, you want to do that on the <gasps> podcast? Oh my god, no! Let's call her on your phone. God, put her that on speakerphone. Horrible. But um, I mean, but the fact that I think her generation too, like my daughter's twenty three. They're, I have twins, so they're both 23. Mm-hmm. But they were raised, and I don't know what y'all's political deals are, but like we kind of raised them a little bit on the conservative side. Um, I've become more moderate as I've gotten older, a little bit more liberal as I've gotten in the lifestyle a little bit older and living in bigger cities. Which is, we were just kind of sheltered and lived in a very yeah. Republican and, and conservative kind of area go to church you know vote republican you know pay your taxes you know abortions were bad you know gay marriages were bad you know just that's just what's drilled into your brain until you meet people who have had abortions or meet people who are gay or you and you hear their stories yeah and and you're like oh shit it's not as bad you know yeah (laughs) so i don't know i mean like i don't i I don't want to put this as a place where i have an opinion about whether abortions are right or wrong or whether gay marriages are right or wrong that's not what this is about. I'm just saying that I was raised in a conservative manner. We probably tried to raise our kids in a conser- in a conservative manner. However, the schools all of a sudden became very liberal when I was, you know, when when they were in school versus when I was in school. So, the schools became more liberal, social media became more liberal. You know, it was okay to be bisexual, it was okay to be gay and in high school there were plenty of gay kids in her high school and we never had any that came out in high school. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't a thing. So I felt like she could handle it and she did. She handled it very well. And she told her husband, she said, she said, no dad, she said, I need to ask you if it's okay. If I tell my husband, if I tell you know Tyler, I was like, Oh my gosh. Well, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say you shouldn't because, yeah. because I'm saying, talk to him about it. You know, explain how happy we are. Let him know we'll talk to him about it, but but also understand that this is our kind of our secret for now. Like we don't want everybody to know because we want to respect their feelings and we want to restore some of those relationships, right? So anyway, we did that and um, it was yeah. great. And then to, and then and then I didn't see her the next day. Well, then two days later we went on this epic road trip. We didn't talk about it at all. Okay. We just three hours in the car listening to music, talking about how didn't beautiful. Didn't bring it up at all. Didn't bring it up like, one time. Okay. We were driving through the mountains, how beautiful it was, kind of just mm-hmm. enjoying God's creation, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the most beautiful place on the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get down and we go to the down the rabbit hole restaurant. Like I showed on my story, you know, walking down um, into the side of the street, basically. And uh, we had a great meal and didn't talk about it again. Okay. Then we went to a bar afterwards, the Bloom Ultra Lounge, mm-hmm. which was super cool. And 
um, our friend Susan was having a birthday, and so we went to the birthday, and I just said to her, hey, I love you, and I really appreciate you letting me talk to you the other day and about being honest about Lawrence and my relationship. Do you have any questions or do you have any issues? And she was like, no. She said, you know, I'm not ready to, like, listen to your podcast and, like, totally support you, but I don't not support you. You know, I love you, and I think that you're happy, and I think you have a great relationship with her, and that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about, you know, getting a divorce from her mom and how hard that was on them, you know, and how hard it was on me. And, and you know, that that's a pivotal time, you know, in their age. They were 13, you know, so yeah, it's hard, you know, to have a kid go through a divorce, you know, and pick a side and all the stuff that kids have to go through. So. Right. You know, we we talked through that, and uh, you know, she hugged my neck and loved me, and that's really all a dad can ask for is just to be able to be honest with your kids, and and it went it went well. I was super happy. You were freaked out, yeah. But now, yeah. are you freaked out? Yeah, I'm still freaked out. Even though she called you and said, "Don't freak out." Yes, because now she's going to listen to the podcast, and the first podcast is about. Me in a sex club with you with a D in my mouth. Can I say dick on you? I think I can. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, dick. Okay. Is it dick? With a dick in my mouth. Dick. dick. <laughs> Hashtag dick. But hey, the, the end of the day, she knows that we have an open relationship. She knows that it's a very sexually open relationship. And the details of what we do. I mean, she asked me, the first thing she said is, so, like, do y'all get, like, do orgies all the time? <laughs> oh and I was like, God. great question. The answer is no. <laughs> and yes. But we have. And she was like, Your okay. answer was no? I said no. I'd say we have more orgies than the average human. Well, yes, more than the average human. But when it comes to lifestyle, when we go to a club, we don't have orgies more often than we have sex with one other couple. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, we typically we have a couple that we play with, whether it's at our home or at a house party or at... But occasionally, we will have moresomes, which we like. <laughs> you know. Did you tell her that's what you call it? I don't... I didn't, I didn't get into the gory details. <laughs> I just basically said, yes, we have. And then, and then she also asked if we were famous. Oh, yeah. Didn't she? She was like... She said, so you, you have 4,000 followers? I was like... <laughs> yeah, I was like, we have... 40-something hundred followers on Instagram, I said, but oh my gosh. they're from all over the world. I said, it's really kind of cool that people listen to us from everywhere. And so do we have, how much time do we have? Okay, I was going to say, are we going to talk about this weekend on this podcast? Well, I don't know. You just, all of a sudden, now you switch the topic, so. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, my ADD. Well, it's your show now, go. Okay, Um, Friday, we went... <laughs> To Bearcat and Jens. Oh, the Valentine's party. Yeah. Oh, tell them about our friend that flew up. Who? Our friend that flew up from Miami. Oh, yeah. Zomi and her husband. I'm not even going to try to say his name. Okay. The Gonzaleses. Yes. Um, So they... Didn't we meet her on Instagram? Yeah. So she became a listener and we listened on live. She would talk to us on our lives. And her name is Zomi, X-I-O-M-Y. Maybe she doesn't want everyone going to her no, thing. No, it's she could get followers. 
It's Did the, she say that that was okay? Yeah, she and so for we, her to say we mentioned okay. that on the lives I, as well. I was tagging her in pictures too, so I guess that's okay. Yeah, so it's X I O M Y underscore Gonzalez. Yeah, and you you say Zomi. Her husband is super kind. He has the best Johnny Bravo hair on the planet. Oh my gosh! He has such a pretty head of hair. He does. Handsome guy. Yeah. And that girl. Woof. Wow. Yeah. She was looking really good. She had on this like strappy lingerie and then over it just a sheer bodysuit. And when she says sheer bodysuit, I mean Pun. neck to toenails. Yeah. In this black um sheer bodysuit mm-hmm. and it was fire. Yeah. I mean Davy loves him some sheer body. Yeah, anything. Oh, I love the bodysuits. Yeah. I love the sheer. I also love the fishnets. Yeah. But she does. we were so just taken aback because she came up, flew up on Friday, went to the party Friday night, and yeah, flew back flew to Miami on, on Saturday. Saturday. She was like, I just wanted to meet you guys and come up and see what this was all about. And we had the best time. Yeah. Like, we just hung out and talked to them all night. Um, there were actually several different people there who, number one, have listened to our podcast and know who we are. And then, like, Two walked up and was like, and like it just, it's so crazy to me that people can like see us at a party and go, oh yeah, that's the, the pineapples. pineapples after dark people, yeah, yeah. Or are you the guy with the helmet? Are you the helmet guy? I heard that a couple <laughs> times. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing about it is, is as we do this more and as more people listen to it, I think the allure of our podcast over others because there are a bunch of good ones. Um, and I've started to listen to a few of few of them that are out there. Um, I think what most people like about ours is how they can relate to it, yeah, and how they can relate to the stories and the weekends and the the going and the nervousness and you know the obstacles that we jump through mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it was just really cool to kind of be out and to actually have people who you know feel like they can walk up to you and talk to you. Like I love that that you know. It just makes me happy to see the people and yeah. So yeah, well, that was the party a, was great. It was we, a great party. I love that couples, venue. There were several couples that we didn't know there. Like it wasn't. I love going to like yeah. Bearcat and Jen's parties. Oh yeah, it's just a different, it's a different crowd. Yeah. than ours. A lot of crowd. sexy people though. Yeah. Um, we had a great time. Lauren was drinking tequila. Lauren was drinking tequila. And so by the end of the night, the I'm way, pretty sure who, I had my titties out and my ass out. Yeah, like as we were walking out of the door, standard. I could hear Davy going, "Put your clothes back yeah. on. Put your jacket on and cover your ass." Because <laughs> we're like trying to walk out of the door, and Bearcat was sitting in a chair, and I just walk over and I'm like, Aah. and I'm like, okay, unfortunately, on a podcast, oh, they, they can't, can't see, see them. So, okay, it's yeah. just you shook your tits in his face, and yeah, and yeah, yeah. His- Beard Probably, and, yeah. yeah. And then, like, I pulled my dress up, and Davey's like, "Oh my god, yeah, this is hey, not a sex to, club." Everybody Lauren. has to have a hoe in the in the couple. <laughs> she always says, hey, "Is it me? I, am I the hoe? Are you in who's the hoe? Did you say am I the hoe? <laughs> no. Am I the hoe, or are you the hoe? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's me. Yeah, it might be you. What? You didn't know. But you're the one that talks to everybody. That don't make me a hoe. It makes me the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) 
I do like to talk oh to everybody. Oh, my gosh. We, so we also, so we went to Trap on Saturday, and we actually met a couple who we had been talking to on Instagram. Who had never been to Trap. Who had never been to Trap. And um, Love them, by the way. Yes. The so nicest couple. We walked into Trap, and they were sitting at the bar, and, um, you know, we... It was their first time there, so we were like, we really want to show you, you know, the Diamond Club. And so they came back to the back with us, and um, we just had a great night kind of talking to them. And Yeah. Um, well, you got, we, for them, and, and I think this, and maybe this is the direction that the, the end of this podcast needs to go, but, mm. you know, they are, I think, 14 or 15 years together, 12 or 15 years. I mean, like, they've mm-hmm. been together a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they obviously have you know, much love for each other and they were super sweet to each other and just their personalities were yeah, kind sure. and nice. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so my question is always, if this is the first time you're here, like what brought you here and mm-hmm. what, what are you looking for? Because we need to know from a other couple standpoint, is this going to be a friendship? Is this going to be somebody that we become attracted to and want to, you know, play with? Or, you know, do we just want to be kind of the good Samaritans and, Introduce them to people and and introduce them to other cool people that they could play with. It may and it may not be us because, you know, we realize that like every couple we meet, we're not going to have chemistry with. You know, yeah, you can't be everybody's cup of tea. That's you right. just you just can't. And and you know we've that's happened several times, plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. That you know we just meet this couple and you know they're probably not exactly a good match for us, but we like them, so we want to mm-hmm. still hang out with them and yeah. introduce them around. So mm-hmm. we introduced them to a lot of our friends and. Talk to them about their dynamic. And, and you know, it was, you know, I'm not going to, you know, talk about who they are, but mm-hmm. but what they are. And they are a f- fantastically beautiful couple that have, you know, decided to dip their toe into the lifestyle and try to have a better, I think, based on just the hour or two that I've talked to them, but have a better relationship and a more open relationship because, they are trying to explore themselves sexually. Mm-hmm. So she had said, and I find this very interesting, and I, I'd like to know, you know, what you guys that are listening, if you're the same way, but um, she was like, I'm a jealous person around, like when he's with somebody else, like it just drives me insane. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to him. Like they've done that before mm-hmm. and several years ago, and then they stopped because... It just wasn't working. Because she was nervous mm-hmm. about it. She was stressed about it. Like, she she even made the comment. She said he would come in after going out on a date with somebody. And they it was separate, by the way. Mm-hmm. And she would and he she would make him take a shower and didn't want to talk to him about it, didn't want to hear yeah. about it, mm-hmm. and wanted it to be completely closed off. And so, but then her brain started getting in the way, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're thinking, okay, well, would he possibly like her more than he likes me? Mm-hmm. Would he leave me for her? And what? And... But the opposite side of that is, is that he was encouraging her to go out with other people. And um, I think that he was doing that from a kind place because she wanted that. She wanted to experience some other things, but he didn't have the jealous bone in his body, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, great, go out, have a good time. And and I think that made her feel a little guilty because she, he was willing to let her do it, but she wasn't really willing to let him do it. And so my question, I think, would be to our listeners as they, you know, comment back to us or send us questions or, you know, send us messengers on Pineapples After Dark Instagram is, 
you know, if, if you're a jealous person, can you be in the lifestyle? Like, there's all kinds of opportunities for problems, right? Mm -hmm. If you're a jealous person. And, you know, one of the things might be something like, I'm willing to let you go do this, but you're not willing to let me do it, right? That kind of thing. And I think we even come up, well, we even have Well, that's kind of how that has been with us playing separately. Right. Because, like, I had kind of experienced that without you, but because you were okay with it. Yeah. And I wasn't necessarily, like, I love being in the same room with you and watching it and being around it and yeah. being a part of it. But I'm just now getting to a point to where it doesn't, bother me as much as it did you know like to begin with like right. my brain can kind of go okay i know what that looks like i know that right. you know well nothing's problem, going down and, and it, i know you're coming home you we know? had one of these incidents last week mm-hmm. where you know i was in colorado and you were in atlanta and you know you had the opportunity to go play with a couple people a girl and a guy and instead of like us talking about it and asking, you know, like, hey, well, I'm thinking about doing this or we're uh, we're meeting up and we might play or yeah. I don't really know what's going on. But, you know, they're, they're both lifestyle people and, you know, it might be an opportunity, you know, to play there. How, what do you think about it? That's how we typically would have the conversation about doing something separately or whatever. Well, in this particular instance, y'all went out and you were like, hey, I'm going to lunch with these two people. It's like, great, well, have fun. Just call me when you get there. I'm in a meeting, whatever. I was busy. And then next thing I know, you'd had drinks and y'all had started talking and I'm sure flirting and, you know, talking about your experiences. And next thing you know, you're like, hey, well, we're going to go get a hotel and go play. And it, there wasn't an ask. There wasn't a, what do you think about it? Do you have a problem with it? It was just, I'm going, I'm going to go do this. And so I kind of sucked that up a little bit. And then the more I started thinking about it, the more it bothered me and the more that it was, um, uh, we didn't communicate well about it. Yeah. And so basically I just, you know, and, and again, it wasn't the playing part. It wasn't even the who, the who you were with part. I love those people. I mean, like it wasn't an issue. It was the lack of, I don't know if permission is the right word, but yeah. like just asking, hey, is this okay? Just want to make sure. It was this, I'm going to go do it. And so that night, I, it kind of eaten at me a little bit during the day. And again, I'm always in our relationship going to, I'm going to love you anyway. and I'm, But I'm just going to tell you that something bothers me and hopefully we can walk through it yeah. and work through it and talk through it, which we did. And so I appreciate you allowing me to do that without you getting offensive or yeah. defensive, I should mm-hmm. say. Because I want to be able to say, that kind of made me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Not that you... Well, I want to be able to say the same thing too. And I, yeah. And whenever, you know, and I think I just had kind of, like I'd just gotten back from Vegas and had so much you fun had in Vegas. you had a bunch Vegas. of freedom. You had freedom in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, so I just kind of got really comfortable. Like, this is fine. Davey's not going to care, you know. It's, and I wouldn't have... But, yeah, and he was also having a bad day at work, and it was just kind of like this perfect sort of... The perfect storm. ...recipe yeah. for disaster. Yeah. Well, but, again, our conversation went something like, hey, look, 
I, I'm glad y'all had fun. I'm, I'm glad I know who they are. But this is how you presented it to me. And I really wish you would have done it a different way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you understood. You're like, oh, man, I'm, I get it. I'm sorry. You kept apologizing. apologizing. Yeah. Well, and, because- and for me, I don't want you to apologize. <laughs> I want you to go, oh. I mean, you could say you're sorry once. But, like, my relationship with you doesn't have to be one of guilt and sorry and, oh, God, I owe you and I really fucked up. Like, I, it doesn't need to be that. It needs to be, like, just like it was, which was I told you I had a problem. You were like, oh, I didn't see it that way. I understand now. I get it. I won't do that again. Or, hey, next time I'll we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. Because I don't want to put our relationship in a pinch, right? Mm-hmm. And. And then you were like, so I'm really sorry. And I was like, okay, you've already apologized. Don't do it <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, I say I'm sorry like 50 yeah, and, times. And it's, I d- don't do it again. Like, just I, just know that I love you. Mm-hmm. Know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And know that we're trying to grow and be better for our next time that this kind of comes up. And again, I think that every couple is different in how they play and how they ask permission or don't ask permission or whatever. And... I just want to make sure that we have our ground rules so that you don't ever feel awkward. Like if I were in the same boat and I were, you know, I was in, I'm in Colorado and I'm sitting at a bar and somebody says, you know, hey, I love sexy old guys. You know, let's go back to the room. If I, You know, I don't want to, I'm not going to call you afterwards and say, oh, by the way, I met a girl at the bar yeah, and we, we had sex at the bar. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, not at the bar, but I left with her and we had sex. I just want to let you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you would lose your shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I don't, I, I want that same courtesy extended to me because I do give you all the freedom mm-hmm. and just like you give me freedom. So I even made the comment today. We, we met another couple last night that were first timers at Trap and they were super cute. Good couple. Talked to them for 10 or 15 minutes. It was their first experience, but they're definitely coming back. And I, and I asked this question to you, and I would I think I would ask it to everybody too. Like, they said that they had really only played with unicorns, and we'd done that a lot. We like unicorns a lot, you know, having that one on one time for Lauren, and then, you know, the the two girls for me, you know, in a, in one mm-hmm. bed is super hot, and every every guy I think would really mm-hmm. love that opportunity, and we've been very lucky to have that a lot. And so I would pose this question to you, Lauren, mm-hmm. and then maybe to everybody's listening. Do you think there's this, I don't know what you call it, because you know, there's a name for everything, but what if they're more comfortable with two girls and a guy, and we're more comfortable with two girls and a guy, and we said, hey, we're not going to swap like couples, but she could come over here and play with us, mm-hmm. and then you could go over and play with them. Mm-hmm. Now, that is separate. Mm-hmm. And but it's almost equal, right? So if you've got two straight guys, no, I under I understand. Would you Would you do that? Like, and what would you What do you call that? That's not <laughs> hot wifing. I don't think really. I don't know because it's almost like a swap, but it's not a full swap. It's a half swap. <laughs> I've never heard of it, but I I wonder if that's a thing. And and my question to you, I mean, just bluntly mm-hmm. out in the air here, like, um, would you consider doing that? Or would you rather it be a couple? I would rather us do it together. I mean, that's the most fun. What if the couple was really 
like the guy was a little bit like, I really only like to have another girl. Because you see that a lot. Guys that are not in the lifestyle necessarily, but Yeah, no, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no? I think I'm saying no. Okay. Yeah, yeah I just didn't know. I mean, most of, like, I really enjoy playing with you and yeah. and other people. Yeah. So. Well, and um, in theory, you get, you know, two Ds in one night. I mean. Two Ds? Yeah. If you got a couple, you got two Ds. My D and his D. D. <laughs> My D and his D and the P. You get the two Ds and the P. Right? Oh, my God. I mean, ultimately, I just asked the question because they made the comment that they, you know, really liked unicorns. And they, they had done the unicorn thing quite a bit versus the couples thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, well, that, that kind of makes sense. Well, who doesn't love a unicorn? Well, that's what I'm saying. We could, we could probably do that. I don't know. I don't know. that. I'd, I'd have to think about it. I'm just trying to think about what's the down what's the down version. What do you mean? Like what's the negative to it? You're not there. For half of it I'm not there. Yeah. But the other half I am there. Yeah, no. Okay. Well maybe that's a no then. I'm just asking it and I'm asking it live on a podcast, so I get that you don't maybe haven't like, I, haven't thought about it. I enjoy the whole like playing separate, like when we are not together, like there's no way that you can be involved because I'm in one state and you're in another. Like, That's when you like to play separate. But when like the availability for us to both be there, like I would rather us both play right, with other people rather than us do that separately. Yeah. You know, you get what I'm saying? No, I definitely do. We, we like playing with couples. I think that's mm-hmm. a no-brainer. But as we've gotten busier and as things, as we've, you know, done things in different states and I'm traveling more and she's traveling more, we find ourselves separated a little bit more than we have in the last right. two years, which is new for us. Mm-hmm. And so with that, you know, when she goes to Vegas, I give her the hall pass to have fun. And, you know, I really like to know what she's doing. And that's, yeah. that might be a little kink of mine too. Like, yeah. I mean, he I, really likes to know. I like to know how it was, and you know, did you enjoy the girl, and what did you enjoy about her? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy the guy? Hey, was he good? Was he mm-hmm. fun? Was he playful? You know, did he do something that you like that I don't do? I mean, right. I just want to learn from that, but I also want to know that you got satisfied. Mm-hmm. That's the thing for me is if if you're not having a great time and getting satisfied by another couple, mm-hmm. then why are we doing it? Yeah, I mean, like. We're doing it for that purpose to yeah. to meet new friends and really have new sexual experiences mm-hmm. out there. And if it's not fun, then you know why why are we doing it? Yeah, right. So that's why yeah. I like I like to ask. <laughs> I like to, I mean, like if you were a one nine hundred call, <laughs> you know, phone call person back in the eighties. Yeah. Do you remember that? You know, when yes. you could dial one nine hundred and talk to yes. somebody over the phone, On the phone. for one ninety nine a minute. Yes. <laughs> Like, I would probably be the guy that would, like, sit in the chair and listen to you have a conversation with this person. I think I would like that. Yeah? Okay. So that's why I love to do the group texts. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why I love when you get into the into the group text and yeah. start. And if you're ever in a group text with me, just know. I mean, I I don't talk to everyone, so. Yeah, she's she's not as social I, when it comes to that. She can't. Well, it's well for one, I'm she in can't fifteen multi- different group yeah. texts. She can't multitask. And I yeah, like I will literally silence the notifications for like. All of them. Yeah. And I can have 15 to, going on at once. Yeah. Davey's like, oh, did you see what so-and-so said? I said, where? When? What? No. No. Usually it's a no. No, I didn't. But I do love, though, when you, especially when they're your friends, and then you add me. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're you like, hey, well, I met so-and-so, and I really like them. They're super, and you want to have this conversation with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Because you like them, and you do. And I'm on the group text. I love to just sit back and watch you. Flirt. Me flirt. Yeah, I love when you flirt. Oh, I like to flirt. When I'm in talking mode. If I'm not in talking mode, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Well, I do like it. I, it's a turn on for me. I don't know if it's a kink or not. I don't know what that what that I'm means. sure it is. Uh, speaking of a kink. What? Can we talk about uh, one of our friends, Sage and Glitter? What? Isn't that her name? Sage and Glitter? Yeah. She is so sexy. Yeah. And we were having a conversation the other day, and I'm a little intimidated by her. And I told her that for and the first time. She knows. Yeah. I told her for the first time because I was like, "Don't take my standoffedness, you know, with you as um, what did I say disinterest." I said, I, "But I'm very intrigued by her because she's uh, self self um, described on the darker side. That's what she said, mm-hmm. and." Uh, you know, I made the dad joke comment, you know, that I loved Darth Vader when I was a kid. So oh my gosh, I'm okay. But that's what intrigues me. Oh, my gosh. But I'm intrigued by the dark side a little bit. Oh. The the ropes and the spanking and the flogging. But the problem is, is that I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, I'm... It makes He's a me, lover. It makes me nervous. Like, I told her, I think I told her, she's like, well... How would you feel if she was tied up and somebody was spanking her or whatever? I'm like, I might want to jump out of my chair and tackle the guy and take her out of the ropes and protect her. <laughs> like, that's my gut feeling is the protection. Mm-hmm. Is the, I don't know, like, I, I'm I'm a nervous person when you're well, by I yourself. zero interest in the pain. So. Yeah. Well, but, but so I have interest in the brain part of it. Like, how, why would you, people like mm-hmm. the flogging and beat and bruising and just all of the mm-hmm. things like in my brain I can't comprehend like it's almost the same as like eating hot food like knowing it's hot why would you eat it if it your hurts tongue is on like fire. just give me like the chocolate <laughs> stuff and the give me a donut oh my gosh babe. I mean anything that hurts like I'm not interested <laughs> in it tattoos I don't have a tattoo on my body but some people love the tattoos for the pain. Yeah. Right? That that little bit I of... I do like the tattoo pain, but that's different. Yeah. But it's not different. <laughs> to me, it's not different. It's you enjoy the little bit of a sting or the pain yeah. to let your body know that it's alive, right? Yeah. It's just this little bit of endorphins get, get forced into your mm-hmm. brain and makes you feel good, right? So I sent her a message, you know, about, you know, how beautiful she was and... and she was showing me this video of where she'd gotten tied up and flogged, you know, and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, look, she had some bruises on her. And I was like, Oh, I was like, first of all, you were super cute in those glasses. <laughs> Second of all, purple looks really good on you, except oh I, the, the bruises make me feel bad, you know? 
And then, uh, I don't know, I, I said a bunch of nerdy things to her, I'm sure. But, oh. but anyway, um, you know, I, I love that everybody is different mm-hmm. in this lifestyle. And that she can be such a kind person and you'd never know that she was interested in that. Except for, it's you know, something that she openly tells people. But um, I love that everybody's different. You know, and that we could go to a party and there'll be a super sweet, nice girl that sits over yeah. here and only is subservient to her husband and that's all she does. Yeah. And then you have this other girl who's a hot wife that goes well, out. I and, like too that like you can change it at any point. Like yes. you can you can say, okay, I think I'm ready to do this or, you know, oh, maybe that didn't feel good. So I think let's not do that again or let's just maybe go back to our, you know, like I just really like that. What's fluid. It's, yeah, it's however Mm -hmm. you're feeling. Like I still feel, even though we've been doing it for two years, like I feel like we're still kind of figuring it out. Yeah. You know? Well, and we're evolving. And I think the playing separately in, in the recent weeks has really allowed for us to talk about more scenarios. Because when you play together in full swap, same room, Mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of options. You know, you're in the same room and it's with this couple and Mm -hmm. yeah, there might be other couples in there and there's, you know, some twists and turns in there. But um, generally speaking, you kind of know what to expect on a full swap situation in the same room. So for us to do full swap in separate rooms or for us to do playing separately has been really in the last couple months. And we've had a lot of conversations mm-hmm. because there are risks, you know, to those kind of things. Um, but we feel like there's not risk because of how we feel about each other, right? Like I feel totally comfortable allowing you, for lack of a better term, I don't really like using that word about allow because I feel like you can do what you want. But to to have the freedom to say, hey, I'm, I met these, this couple they're really cute. They're interested in me. I'm interested in yeah. them. I want to go play. What do you think? And I probably would, most of the time, 98 out of 100 times go, man, I'm I'm jealous. I, I wish I were there. Go have fun. Let me know how it, how it went. Mm-hmm. And that has been recent. Yeah. Very recent. And, I mean, it's it's evolving. Yeah. And what, so would you say it's worked out well for us so far? Yeah. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. I I definitely can't see myself being in a just straight monogamous relationship at this point. Oh, with me? Right. Even though no, I mean, me? like. Oh, you've changed your tune? Huh? Because you told me if we ever decided to get out of the lifestyle, you'd be fine with just being. No, I, we could. <laughs> but you wouldn't like it. <laughs> I think you just decided. No, just so I much. think you just decided you would never want to do that anymore. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we've we've both said it that if something happened and we felt like we were growing apart or something was going badly, or if we yeah, if we just needed to take a step back, and we needed to just be together, we could on each e- other. For we could sure. easily do that. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, if I had a choice, like, gun to my head, monogamous or non-monogamous. Oh, we're it's, going non-monogamous. We're going non-monogamous every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I think if when you say if I'm given a choice, mm-hmm. 
I think if the choice is our relationship suffers or we're having a problem, I think we both choose monogamy until we figure that out. Yeah. Right? I mean, we we both want to make sure that the other person is, you know, yeah. comfortable with everything mm-hmm. and that, that there's not a problem. I don't personally think that there'll be a jealousy issue. I mean... I'm I'm way more jealous than you are. Yeah, I'm not jealous. Like, like I, I will. Like, sometimes, like, even when we have, like, unicorns co- come over and spend the night, like, that, and that's, like, our typical. Like, if we have a unicorn, we, inv- we take them to dinner, we whatever, and then, you know, we spend the night, whether it's in Atlanta or, you know, whatever. And um, so, where was I going with that? About being jealous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, like, sometimes I'm like, gosh, I wish that, like, we could just hang out and play and then, like... They could go home. They could go home. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, a lot... I just love my... I love my bedtime with you. Like, yeah. like right now, like your leg is on top of me and like, yeah. you know, like I just love us being all wrapped up in each other. Yeah. And sometimes I need that a lot more than I do other times, you know, like. Well, and, and, and we oftentimes when we have a, a unicorn in bed with us, and that's really the only time we sleep with somebody overnight. Yeah. Like, I don't think we've ever slept overnight with a couple. Not, I mean, other than Have Tommy we? and Megan when we went on that No, 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 trip. in the same bed. No, is there a bed big enough for that? There's not. But There's I mean, so, not. When I, so what you're saying is when we have a unicorn, yeah. one of the things that, I don't know if it's an obstacle, but one of the things we talk about is who's going to be in the middle? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we want the unicorn in the middle <laughs> because you want to be able to cuddle with her. And also... I, I want to be able to cuddle with her. Yeah, I don't want to be in the middle. Well, you're never in the middle because you need, sweat. I need my leg out. Yeah, she needs to hang. <laughs> she needs to hang the leg out. She's a she's a uh, thermostat, a oh leg my, thermostat. I'm, the ins my internal body temperature is hot lava at any given point. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I for can't. me, like I remember the very first time we had a unicorn. Oh, Davy loves a Davy sandwich. She, well, you were so kind. You were like, okay, so this is the first time we have <laughs> we've had a unicorn, and you know the only thing is is that we. He's going to sleep in the middle, and we're just going. To, it's going to be about Davy. That was your kind of gift to me, right? And first time that ever happened in my life. We I, both laid our head on your chest. Oh, it was the best. You had a leg wrapped around each leg, and Davy was just like, "I don't think it gets any better." It, than and this. it probably hasn't. I mean, that's especially the first time. Like, if you ever yeah. do something for the first time, like you fantasized mm-hmm. about that. For your whole life, you know, like guys have always <laughs> fantasized having two women in their bed, you mm-hmm. know, to just lay back in bed and feel like a freaking king, you know, like <laughs> I've got, and, and our first unicorn was like six foot tall. She was all legs and arms and elbows and body. I mean, like she was long and lean and Lauren is already as tall as me, if not taller. Her legs are definitely longer than mine. So they had their legs on top of me and I was laying in bed and I can just remember going, who the fuck am am I? I? (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Like I wanted it to last like a 12, 14 hour sleep, you know? (laughs) And it was, it was great. And so I'm super appreciative of those fantasies getting fulfilled, right? Like Mm -hmm. being to do that. But you're right though. There is a jealousy factor sometimes when, we do have a unicorn in the bed, and I am very affectionate, very, you know, handsy, and I'm, I'm going to 
rub their hair and rub their yeah. back and rub their legs. And, yeah. And but like, you hey. usually get that. I'm like, hey. But you usually get hey. that from me. Like, you're the one that's always in my bed that I'm yeah. spooned up against. And, yeah. you know, my legs are touching your legs. And yeah. so I want to make sure that the girl that is our unicorn mm-hmm. is as bisexual as you are because yeah. that's what I, that, and that's what I love about our, the unicorn we have now. You know, the girl that lives in North Atlanta that we, we mm-hmm. love to take out. She is so much about you. Like, I love that about her. Mm-hmm. She's so kind and sweet and she wants to, you know, pamper you. And, and that's what I want for you. Like from a fantasy standpoint. Is, yeah, same. I want to <laughs> same. I want to find that girl that really wants to spend. Yeah, because I mean, it's just, it's kind of like one of those things like you're giving attention to this girl. And if she's just giving it right back to you, I mean, I'm over here like... Hello. With your with yeah. your sucker? Yeah. You're not hurting. Hey, listen, I do. I can't find it, actually. What? Yeah. I've noticed you've been in crabby-ass well, the last couple mad. days. I'm mad. Like, I didn't take it to Atlanta with me this weekend. You've been crabby for, like, three Baby, days? Baby, I don't know where it is. It's... That's why you're crabby. Now I know. Will you help me find it? No. Okay. That's my... Will you just order me another Arch nemesis. <laughs> If I, I mean, like, if Just I were ever going to be jealous of someone, it's the golden <laughs> clit sucker. That's who I'm jealous of. Wow. Oh, my god. Will you help me find it? Baby, no, please. I'm not going to help you find it. Oh. Yeah, we'll find it for okay. sure. Thanks. For sure. Thank you. Well, we um, <laughs> we definitely have more stuff to talk about. I have the, the most exciting thing. Like, one of my vanilla friends reached out to me uh, about a week ago, and she said... Hey, I want to write some questions for you to answer. Oh my gosh, she was telling me this tonight. Yeah, and so she said, I've got a list together, and I want you to answer these questions <laughs> from a vanilla person because I have some questions for you. So I was like, sounds great. I mean, like, we want our listeners to ask questions, but most of them are in lifestyle, and so we just talk about what we do, and it's the same thing that you guys do. But these are questions that vanilla people have about the lifestyle. So I'm super excited about get those answers or questions from her and then try to answer those so that she can listen to it. As we were standing in the kitchen and she was showing it to me, she was like, oh, yeah. And I just thought of number 13. Thought of another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, I just keep a running list. (laughs) Well, and she also said, this is a very interesting poll that I would like for you to put on for us. Okay. She was like, you know, I feel so lucky because my parents have been together for this entire time. And they have a great relationship and a great sex life. And they even talk about it. Mm-hmm. She goes, sometimes it's more than we want to hear. But mm-hmm. we're very happy that they still are in their 60s. And they have and a great sex life. attracted to each other. Yes. And, yeah. She said, oh, and by the way, my husband's family, parents, same way. Really? So they've been married forever. They they have a very fun and active and and. Mm-hmm. I don't know about their so sex life, but mm-hmm. you know they are very in love with each other and yeah. and have a happy relationship. Yeah. And she said, "I'm really interested." Are they swingers? They're not. I'm hundred percent sure. <laughs> Just knowing the kids, I'm pretty sure they're not. <laughs> but the other side of it is, is she was like, "How many?" And she asked me this, and I didn't know the answer. But I started thinking about all the people I know, and she said, "How many people are divorced?" And then are in the lifestyle with their new relationship and they're in the lifestyle for the first time with their new partner like you and I are. Mm-hmm. We've been divorced. We know what we want and we want the same thing together and we're in the lifestyle together. Mm-hmm. She said, I wonder how many people in the lifestyle have been divorced mm-hmm. 
and have found the the right or more compatible match and have gone into the lifestyle. And so I think about like Rob and Rachel, both been divorced, married, you know, their mm -hmm. soulmate who happened to be lifestyle, who happened to be in the same boat that we're in, you know, like mm -hmm. super honest and open. And um, same thing with Sam and Osi. They both had, you know, yeah. marriages and have come together. And Megan and Tommy, mm -hmm. I don't know that they were married, but I know, you know, she had a baby yeah. and mm -hmm. now they're married. They've, they've both been with different people. And so I think that the answer to that is there's a lot of people that have been divorced and have found. So you're saying like people who were vanilla married. Became lifestyle, became lifestyle because they met person. a couple and they were more open and honest with their second yeah. relationship. Because I think with our first relationship, it's not so open and honest, right? right? Your second relationship, you're like, well, I've already fucked up one. I don't want to do it again. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do better. So I'm going to be more honest. I'm going to be more open and and this is what I want. And so you become, you have those conversations that are more. Yeah, I get that. So that'd be a good poll. So maybe if you're in the lifestyle, how were you, were you divorced? And is this your second marriage? I think she wants to know that. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great question. And I think I'm going to say it's probably 70 or 75% of us have been married before. And this is our second marriage. Right. Or second relationship. Mm -hmm. That's going to be my guess. And those girls all swallow. Babe. <laughs> no. Babe. I still won that. Going you away. You did. And y'all, I can't believe it. Y'all are nasty. She said. Y'all are nasty swallowing them babies. Nasty hoes. <laughs> My God. I had people tell me, they were like, if she won't swallow it, I will. I got messages. I'm going to please give please. it to them. I mean, I want nothing to do with it. Although, although I do like although, sucking the little, hold on, the little out. drip out of it. Yeah, time out. However, know. after the poll, the very next time we had sex, I swallowed. She sucked my dick and swallowed yeah, it. I was like, I guess everybody else is doing it. I'm going to. I was do like, it now. we should do that poll more often. How many, how, what would you like for it to be? How about anal? Babe. Yeah. If we'll just do a poll, how many girls like anal? Oh my gosh. I'm going to say it's 62%. We're doing anal now. And, and you're going to do anal now exclusively because <laughs> all these people are going to be like, I love that. Me and anal have a love hate relationship. I know. She loves it until she doesn't. Yeah. Or she doesn't love it until, until I do I it. Until I love it. And then when I do it, she's like, oh, give it to me. Give me more. I'm like, you tell me how much you hate this. And then now. Babe. All right. Well, I'm going to close this TMI. out. So that I can either let you swallow it or put it in your butt. One of the two. No. No, I'm full. I had a bunch of football food. All right. Well, hey, go Chiefs. Davey won some money tonight. Oh, you did? Happy Super Bowl day. I love sports. Yeah, right. Yeah. We love you guys. We're going to do another podcast probably tomorrow or Tuesday. And uh, we look forward to uh, answering your questions. <gasps> oh, yeah. We need to do the um, questions and answers. Questions, yeah. yeah. We're going to do that. We love you guys. Again, I'm Davey. I'm, I'm Ludacris and Usher oh. and Little John tonight. Little John. Oh, yeah, not yeah. Little Wayne. Yeah. Well, from the Super Bowl. Oh, he did. The halftime show. Did you not see it? Ursher. Ursher took his shirt off, babe. I saw that. Did you hear me screaming? I did. Because I was it's screaming. It's kind of obnoxious. Woo! No, I, I knew it was going to happen. Well, you guys have a great week. We're so excited to uh, have seen some of you guys this last weekend, and we look yeah. forward to meeting some more of you in the future. So we love you. 
from Davy and I'm Lauren. Dream, I'm dreaming about Usher tonight. Well, you guys have yeah, a great one. Yeah. All right, Pineapples After Dark, out of here. Singing Usher as we go. Peace out. See y'all. <laughs>